Alexandria. An eloquent man and mighty in the scriptures came to Ephesus. This man was instructed in the way of the Lord, being fervent in the spirit. He spake and taught diligently things of the Lord, knowing only the baptism of John. And he began to speak boldly in the synagogue when Aquila and Priscilla had heard, they took him unto them and expounded unto him the way of God more perfectly. And by the help of the Holy Ghost, Tonight, I want to minister on this thought. I want to minister on the whole truth. The whole truth. Amen. Amen. Don't want partial truth tonight. There are experts in giving partial truth. Amen. I want whole truth tonight. Amen. Let's put down our Bibles. Let's lift up our voices and let's call upon the name of the Lord. Dear God, we love you. We give you all of the glory. We give you all of the honor tonight. Dear Lord, there is none other like you. You are so good and you are so mighty. We love you, Jesus. We bless you. We adore you. Thank you, dear Lord, for this precious truth. Thank you, dear God, for the whole counsel of God. We bless your holy name. You alone are worthy to be glorified and magnified. We adore your holy name in the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus' name we pray. Everybody say amen. You can be seated tonight in the house of the Lord. It's good to know the Lord tonight. Amen. It's good to know about him. And not just know about him, but know him for myself. Amen. To have a relationship with him that he knows me and I know him. And that in knowing God and having your eyes open to the truth of God's word and having clear revelation and understanding of who Jesus is and that he is um, not some Lord case God, amen? But that he is the almighty God. I tell you that when God has opened up your eyes to the truth, that you cannot forget what you have seen. You you cannot forget what you have heard. But that once you see it, you see it, amen? And that you can't go back and that no one can come, amen, with Um, their little cliches and their little false doctrine and trip you up. You have been educated by God himself on the fact that there is only one way and that Jesus is that way. How many are glad that you know who the the way is tonight? He's the way, he's the truth, and he's the life. And you'll find out that in many cases in our world that we live in, that there are many people, amen, that they are running tonight, amen, that they are trying to do 
something for the Lord. Or they're trying to do a work for the Lord. But the only problem is, is that they are zealous. Amen. The truth is, there are people that are sincerely zealous for God tonight. But the problem is, amen, is that they don't have the whole truth. Amen. That they don't have the gospel in the way that they should. That the writer tells us, if I'm not mistaken, it was Paul that states of those that have a zeal for the Lord. Amen. But not according to knowledge. Amen. There are people and there are individuals that you will see walking up and down these streets. Amen. Day after day. Some riding bicycles. Amen. That are going hard, amen, supposedly for the Lord. That they are out sun up to sundown. And they are handing out tracts and they are trying to compel people, amen, to come to whatever it is that they have, um, that they believe that is true. But, and they are running, amen, and they are running hard and they are full of zeal and energy, amen. But how many know tonight, amen, that zeal without truth, amen, is a dangerous thing. That you can be zealous, amen, and you can be on fire, amen. But if you don't have the truth, amen, that you're going to lead somebody down the ditch somewhere. That you're going to lead them, unfortunately, to the lake of fire. Can I tell you tonight, amen, if there is anything that I appreciate If there's anything that I'm glad about tonight, I'm glad that I know the word of God, amen, that I don't have a bit and piece of this thing, that I'm not just holding on to a little bit and trying to figure my way out, but I'm glad tonight, how many are glad that you didn't stop at repentance? How many are glad that you didn't just stop at being baptized in the name of Jesus? Though those things are important. But how many are glad that you went all the way and you completed the whole package and you allowed God to fill you with the baptism of the Holy Ghost? I don't know about anybody else tonight, but now I'm excited about that, amen? I'm excited that I don't have a little bit, amen? But I'm glad I got the whole thing. I got the whole smorgasbord, amen? I got Jesus himself, the almighty God living inside of me, dwelling inside of me. And can I tell you, it don't get no better than that tonight. Don't get no better than that tonight. Because, listen, just because a person can speak well, amen, don't mean they got nothing. There are a lot of charismatic jokers that they endure them to lead people to hell, amen. There are a lot of charismatic, money-hungry individuals, evangelists, that talk about putting your hand on the television and you'll be healed. Can I tell you, that's a lie from hell, amen. And I don't care, you better stop falling in love with how well they speak it and their voice and everything else and their shiny smile, amen. But you better fall in love with the truth of God's word, amen. And understand if they ain't got the truth, hear me in a smile, that ain't nothing but a snake with a big shiny smile, amen. Can I tell y'all, I don't want to be duped tonight. 
I don't want to be fooled tonight, amen. I want the real Jesus, amen. I want the Jesus of this Bible. I want the real Holy Ghost. I ain't talking about that junk that they teach people to say. That ain't the Holy Ghost, amen. I need God to take control of my tongue, amen, and speak through me. Can't teach nobody to receive the Holy Ghost no how. People fall in love with people's charisma and their smile. And they're so fun. Yeah? Well, that's great, amen. There's a lot of people that are following that nonsense and following that junk, but if you put them on the spot, they can't pray. No longer for five minutes, amen. Can I tell you, I don't want that kind of experience. I want a deep experience, amen. That if ain't nobody around me, I know what to do, amen. I know how to lift up my hands. I know how to lift up my voice. And I know how to get a hold of God. Not no, let us go call Bishop so-and-so. You better call Jesus, my friend. You better learn how to call on Jesus and get a hold of it for yourself. And we have an individual here in the Bible that I often like reading about. Because Apollos was a, he was a mighty man. Eloquent man. And that he was mighty in the scriptures. And that when he came to Ephesus, he was on fire. Amen. He was on fire for the Lord. He was preaching and declaring the word of the Lord. Amen. There was only a problem. Amen. He only had the baptism of John. That was the furthest that he went. Amen. He didn't have anything beyond that. Can I tell you tonight that I must remember what John tells us. Amen. John spoke with such power and such fervor that they thought that he was the one to come. Amen. And he had to tell them, listen, I'm not the one. Amen. There is one greater than me, more mightier than I, amen, whose shoelaces I am not worthy to unloosen. He said, I baptize you unto and water unto repentance, but there is one that is coming after me that is going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire, amen. Can I tell you tonight, we can't stop at John, amen. Can't stop at repentance, amen. You got to go all the way, amen. I'm glad you felt good, amen, when you came to the altar and lifted up your hands and you felt those tears running down your eyes and that weight lift off of your shoulder. That's great, amen, that you felt joy. But don't stop there, friend. you got to make your way to Jesus because I got news for you. Jesus got the real thing for you. He got something that's going to turn your life around for the good. I'm talking about the power of the Holy Anybody can testify tonight that the Holy Ghost is real, that the Holy Ghost is the greatest gift. It's greater, amen, than a new car. It's greater than a new watch. It's greater than a new piece of clothing. The Holy Ghost will never let you down. It'll take you from glory to glory to glory. It'll take that frown off of your face and put a smile on it. It'll take that depression out of your heart and put joy and peace where it belongs. Yeah. 
So you find out that that he only had John's baptism. And he spoke with such a power. I remember talking to an individual. <laughs> and um, I may have told this story before, but I think it's worth telling again. And um, this individual, I, she, she told me she was, she was excited about this thing, you know. And uh, she said, I went to church, amen. I said, really? She said, yeah. She said, you know something? When the, the preacher called, the altar called, she said, I went to the altar, and I lifted up my hands, and I just started crying. And I just, at the end, when it was all said and done, I just felt so good. I felt a weight. I felt the load lifted off of my shoulders. I just felt such joy. And... I said, okay. She said, and I, and I got the Holy Ghost. I said, you did? I said, how did you know you got the Holy Ghost? She said, I just felt good. I just felt this joy. I just felt good. And I knew I was about to open my mouth, and I knew it was going to go downhill from there. Amen? But you know what? I couldn't hold it back. Amen? I said, you know the Bible says, that when we get the Holy Ghost, we'll speak in other tongues. Amen? And she said, no, 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 no. See, you're talking about that Corinthian stuff. And you know, the tongues is a gift. I said, not the gift of tongues. Amen? I said, the initial experience of speaking in tongues is the evidence of receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. She turned on me. She said, I knew I shouldn't have said nothing to you. I knew what you was going to say. And I said, you should have known what I was going to say. Can I tell you, friend, we can't stop, amen, at some good feeling, amen. We can't stop at goosebumps, you hear me? We got to go all the way, my friend. We got to go all the way. We got to let go of that unruly tongue. And we got to let God take control of that thing and fill us with the power of the Holy Ghost. The whole thing. I want the whole package. I don't want to fall short. The greatest thing that we, one of the greatest examples in the Bible is found in the book of Acts chapter 8. Philip shows up and he's preaching Jesus. And people are being delivered, amen, from unclean spirits. People that were lame are now walking. There is great joy in the city. They had even been baptized in the name of Jesus. But friend, that wasn't the end of it, amen. They had to get something else, amen. And you'll find out that when the apostles heard that they had received the word of the Lord, amen, and that they were only baptized in the name of Jesus. They went down and they laid hands on them and they were filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Can I tell you tonight, I serve a God, amen, that will complete the deal, amen. He don't save us halfway. He don't save us a little bit. But the scripture tells us he saves us to the uttermost. How many are glad, amen, that you no longer struggle with the things that you used to struggle with? How many are glad that you don't think the way that you used to think? You don't dress the way you used to dress. You don't look the way you used to look. Can I tell you that that's just a test?
a little bit of stuff. You know, I don't, I don't feel like drinking every now and then, honey. He took the taste of liquor out of my mouth. That is the power of the Holy Ghost that I am talking about. You hear me? I ain't sneaking and creeping and crawling here and there. When God filled me, honey, he got rid of all of that, amen. I need to get away with all of that nonsense. Well, you know, I, I take a little sip here and there. Go back to the prayer room. You ain't got a chance. You need to pray a little bit more until God delivers you from that. Go back to the drawing board. You ain't got a chance. You can get it. You ain't got to share it. If you're still talking about, well, you know, I just, I hit it every now and then. Uh-uh. No, friend. No, no. No, you better flush that, you better flush that Mary Jane down the toilet, amen? You better get rid of that stuff. Right. The Holy Ghost will do that for you. Amen. Do that for you. Anybody believe that tonight? I believe that tonight. Old Apollos, he was just a little, not always there yet. He didn't have it all. And the Bible says he only knew John's baptism. And I'm going to tell you something. That's why it's important that I got to know. I got to know this thing, amen, for myself. I got to know. I got to know as much as I possibly can. I got to turn these pages, amen. Got to search the scripture, amen. Got to ask the Lord to teach me, amen. Show me the way, amen. The Bible talks about our world that we live in, and it's advancing every day, amen. It is our world. I, I, I never thought of the day, amen, that we would have uh, be so electronically advanced the way that we are today, amen. And yes, that's our world that we live in. But remember what the scripture talks about our world. See, we can't depend on our world, amen, because they don't know the truth, amen. The Bible says they're ever learning, amen, but never been able to come to the knowledge of the truth. You got a lot of smart people in some laboratory somewhere, amen, but I got news for you. That ain't going to do them no good, amen, when it's all said and done. Mr. Professor, you need the Holy Ghost, amen. Mr. Scholar, you need the Holy Ghost. Hey, atheist, yes, you, you need the Holy Ghost, amen. Your education ain't going to do it for you. Only the power of the Holy Ghost. Can I tell you tonight, I'm glad that I learned, amen, that there is no other way, amen. I'm glad that God helped me to see that he is the way, he is the truth, and he is the life. And I can't help but to exalt the name of Jesus because it's the greatest name that I know. That ain't just a song we say, amen. That's what we live. That's what we believe. There is nobody like I don't want to fall short of this. And so, the Bible says he began to speak in the synagogue. When Aquila and Priscilla had heard, they took him unto them and expounded unto him the way of God more perfectly, more accurately. They helped them 
to understand a little bit better. Correct. See, here's the problem that I have with false doctrine. Amen? Let me just, many things I have a problem with, but one of the problems is, is that they deceive people in making them think that they know something when they don't know what they should know. Amen? You'll find out that Jesus showed up and he was trying to explain to them and trying to help them to understand who he was and what he was there for and all the things that they, he was doing. You'll find out that because they were so educated in the law, they weren't that educated, amen, from where I stand, amen, because they miss uh, the one that they were supposed to be waiting on and looking for. They missed it, amen. Can I tell you, false doctrine causes you not to be able to, to uh, spot truth when you see it. Truth can be standing right in your face and you'll miss it. Truth can be speaking right into your ears and you don't perceive that it's the truth. I'm so glad that God, anybody glad God delivered you from false doctrine and brought you out of the false church and planted you in a real church where you know the truth tonight. You know ain't no free gods in heaven. You know what John said. I saw one throne, amen, and there was one that sat on that throne. I got another one for you. Here on Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. I got one more for you, amen. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. Can I tell you, there ain't no committee in heaven. There's one God in control that has all power, all might, amen. God ain't asking nobody for help. He's God. He got it all under control. Come on, he stretched out the heavens all by himself. He didn't need no help. One God. I'm glad that I know better, amen. Glad that God has given me the revelation of it. And false doctrine causes people to sit up and they'll sit right in a place where truth is being spoken. And they'll talk about, well, I already know the Bible. You don't know the Bible, amen. Because if you knew the Bible, you would be a little bit more humble. If you knew the Bible, you wouldn't be acting like a know-it-all. If you knew the Bible, you would know that the Bible says it is best for you to humble yourself. It's best for you to fall on the rock. Because if you don't fall on the rock, the rock will fall on you. And you will be grounded. Hey, how about this one? God resisted the proud, but he gives grace unto the humble. Come on, that's Jesus. Yeah. 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 You can be seated tonight. Yeah. So false doctrine causes people to believe they got something yeah. when they really need something. They need an experience with God. Yes. I like fried chicken. Fried chicken don't like me because it doesn't do me well. Puts piles on me. But you know what? This thing is better, bigger than a fried chicken dinner on Sunday. This thing is bigger than me strutting around with my new hat. Amen? This thing is bigger than me showing up on the first Sunday. Amen? And, and my brand new threads. 
This thing is a whole lot bigger than that. And you'll find out I say those things because for, for some people, that's all church is for them. Amen. That's all they've ever known. That's all they come up under. Amen. Big choirs, amen, and ain't nothing wrong with it, amen. Everybody jockeying for position, amen. Don't matter how you're living, amen. Don't matter what you're doing or who you're doing it with, amen. None of that stuff matters, amen. Can I tell you, I don't want that, amen. I want truth, amen. I want something that's going to change my life. I want something that is going to change and clean my mind where I have good thoughts, holy thoughts, pure thoughts, something that will take care of my bad attitude and my anger, something that will cause me to stop being a thief and be faithful and loyal and committed to God. If y'all stop it, don't do that. Don't do that. They can't be taught. Can't tell them nothing. Well, I know the Bible. I know, oh, I've been in, I, oh, I've been in church all my life. I know what the Bible says. Well, did you ever see where the scripture says, uh, you must be born in the water and of the spirit? Oh, I didn't see that. Well, I thought you knew the Bible. Yeah. Been in church all your life. Yeah. Wow, you missed that one? Surely, if you read it. What about where Peter said, repent. Be baptized. Yeah. Every one of you. Yes. In the name of Jesus Christ. For the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Well, you know that was for them back then. I got another one for you. For the promises unto you and to your children and to all that are far off. Even as many as the Lord our God shall call. You know that refers to us today. Amen. We were those that were far off. But I got good news for you. We've been made mad by the blood of Jesus Christ. Anybody still glad for the blood? Anybody still happy for the blood? Come on, somebody. Don't try to fool me. Don't try to talk me out of getting the Holy Ghost. Don't try to talk me out of being baptized in the name of Jesus. Hey, false prophet, you need to come and get your sins washed in the blood of the Lamb. You need to come to an apostolic altar and lift up your hands and lift up your voice and let go of your tongue and let God fill you with the Holy Ghost. And they could be taught. Can't be taught. Apollos, we don't read where he caught an attitude with Aquila and Priscilla. But they explained, they expounded the word of God Amen. more perfectly. Thank God for teachers. Amen. Right, right. Thank God for people that desire to be teachers. Right, amen. Thank God for people that want to hit the streets and knock doors and tell people the truth. Amen. amen. Thank God for people that have a desire to teach Bible studies. Amen. amen. Can I tell you something? God don't want us to sit on pews. Amen. And become spiritually fat. Amen. God wants us to be actively involved in his church. Amen. There's somebody blind, amen, that only has partial truth, amen. And they're waiting on Aquila or Priscilla, amen, to show up, amen, and expound the truth, amen. Expound the word of God more perfectly, amen. 
somebody got to have a made up mind that I will be that Aquila, amen. I will be that Priscilla, amen, that there is somebody next, there is a neighbor, amen, waiting for somebody to come and open up the Bible and show them what the Word of God really says. Not what that money-hungry preacher, amen, across the street says, amen, but what the Word of God really says. Somebody got to have a made-up mind. Send me, Lord, I'll go. Send me to that house, Lord, I'll go knock it. Send me to that house, God, I'll go teach that Bible study. Any Aquila's in the house, any Priscilla's in the house that says, Lord, send us. We got a made up mind. We got a mind to teach the word and show what the scriptures really say. I want whole truth. Whole truth. People are running without a message tonight. Think about that. Running without a message. Running in vain. The Bible says that there was a message that was to be taken to the king. And the person that was designed to take, listen, to take the message to the king that he was getting ready to take off. But then there was another joker that short, popped up and said, hey, I'm going to run. I'm going to run. And the question was, well, what's the message you got? I ain't got no message. I just want to run. I just want to run. And he was persistent about it. He wouldn't give up. So then he said, okay, go ahead and run. Run. Do you know that the one without the message, amen, made it to the king amen. before the one with the message did. He did, yeah. And when he made it to the king, the king said, what is the message? Oh, I, I don't have a message. Okay. Step aside. Step aside. I like to believe that it was on the Left side. Yes. Yes. That's right. That's what I like to believe. Amen. Because you know the Bible says that when he shows up, amen, he's going to separate the sheep from the goat. He's going to put the sheep on his right hand and the sheep and the goat on the left hand. Amen. I like to believe that the king told him to step to the left side. Amen. That's just what I like to believe. Amen. But the Bible says the one with the message, he came eventually and he showed up. Can I tell you? Excuse me, we're going to get this out tonight. Can I tell you, don't get bent out of shape, amen, when it seems like the false false doctrine church got more people and it's a little bit bigger than we are. Can I tell you, there's going to come a time, friend. There's going to come a time, friend, we all go stand before the king, amen, and all the kings want to know, do you have the message? Did you obey the message? Did you obey my gospel? And when it's all said and done, everybody look like sheep, amen. Everybody look like they're a part of the kingdom of God. But God's going to separate the real sheep from the pretenders, amen. And you're going to find out that they was nothing but goats. Hey, you better make sure you're on the right side of this thing. You better make sure you're a sheep. You better make sure you're able to be led, amen. You better make sure that you're able to obey God's word and his truth and do what it says. Because it's going to matter when it's all said and done.
and he's dealing with the real child of God. Come on, man, don't pretend us around here. We know how to pray. We know how to get a hold of our God. We know how to have church. You... Let me say that again. We know how to have church. We know how to have a day of Pentecost experience, amen. We know how to get in the spirit and get a hold of our God. You're not overcome. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Help the message. Thank you, Jesus. And I can't save nobody. I want the whole truth. I don't want pieces of it. It doesn't work if you just have a piece of it. That's right. You gotta have the whole package. Gotta have the whole thing. Doesn't work. Has to be. You got to take it all or don't take it at all. That's right. I said it before. God ain't in the business of negotiating deals. That's right. That's right. I must understand that I need Him. Amen. I need what He's offering. Amen. So I got to come on His terms. Amen. I don't try to negotiate different terms. Amen. God has already said what the terms are. And I have to come on his terms. He told them to come. Let us reason together. Do you know he wasn't saying that because there was something that he did wrong and that he needed to say sorry for? They were the ones that was wrong, but there was a God that was reaching for them. There was a God that loved them that said, come on, let's work this thing out. Come on, let's straighten this out once and for all. Can I tell you, you don't want to continue to be at odds with God, friend. You want to have a man in your mind. I hear God calling me, and I'm going to go get this thing straight, amen. I'm going to go get this thing worked out. I'm going to go, and I'm going to repent. I'm going to lift up my voice. I'm going to allow God to fill me with the Holy Ghost. I'm going to allow God to have his way in my heart, my mind, and my soul. Come on, somebody. Hear the voice of the Lord calling you, amen, and telling you, I'm waiting for you. I'm standing here for you. I'm reaching for you. Hold you. People got a little bit of truth. And you'll find out the thing about partial truth is that it sounds like it's the truth. It sounds like it's the truth. It's convincing. And some people are experts at withholding information. And they give a little bit of it. They don't tell the whole thing. Can I tell you, friend? I want it all. I want it all. This person, individual that we read about in the book of Acts, that he went on and wrote majority of the New Testament to find out that before his conversion, he had partial truth. He didn't have it. He had something that was done away with that the Lord had moved on from and that he began to establish something new. And here's the thing about partial truth, that you think that you have it 
you will begin to fight the very God that you proclaim that you're serving. That you proclaim that you're walking with and that you're standing with and that you're serving. You will be at odds with God and don't even know it. What a scary thing, amen? To think that God is your friend, amen? And to think that you're a child of God, but you're fighting God and you don't even know it. That God has a problem with you. Can I tell you, that's a bad place to be in, amen? Because when it's all said and done, God's going to get my attention one way or another, amen? God got his attention, amen? Help him to understand that he was not pleased with him. Now this man that you have asked, he was educated in the law. He sat at the feet of Gamaliel. You asked him in that he knew who God was, amen? He knew who he was. But you'll find out that on that road of Damascus, he had an encounter with the almighty God. And he found out that he didn't know God the way he thought he did, amen? He didn't know who he really was, amen? And the question was, after God knocked him off of whatever he was riding on, God knocked him down, dirt eating, dirt filled his, filled his mouth, and he, God asked the question, Paul, why persecutest thou me? And this man that was supposed to be so educated and know God lifted up his voice and said, Who art thou, Lord? Can you imagine the expression on his face when the word came back, I am Jesus, and it is hard for you to kick against the prince. You're Jesus. You mean to tell me I've been fighting the God that I proclaimed that I was serving? Can I tell you, friend, false doctrine obliging, amen, to what the truth is. Can I tell you I want the truth tonight? I want to let go of the tradition of men. I want to let go of what's been passed down to me from generation to generation, and I want God, amen. That's fine. You want to hold on to your chicken dinner? Go ahead. You want to hold on to the deacon board and the usher board, go ahead. I don't know about you, but I'm going with Jesus. I don't know about you. You can say whatever you want to say, but I feel something down there at that apostolic church. I feel something when they start talking about Jesus and singing about Jesus, and I can't deny what I feel. Want the whole truth. Apollos had part of it. He stopped at John the Baptist. Do you know there are people that come and they get baptized in the name of Jesus? And that's where they stop at. Or they'll come to an altar and they'll repent of their sins. They'll feel the weight lifted off of their shoulders and tears flowing down their eyes. I don't know how many times people can come to church and leave for a little bit, then come back and weep and doing the same thing at the altar. And I want to ask the question, when are you going to commit? When? Why are you stopping here? Go all the way. Get the Holy Ghost. Let God fill you. Let God complete the deal. Come on. 
Because when he feels you, that's what's going to keep you. Amen. People stop at repentance. They stop at baptism. And they never come and let God complete the deal. They never come and get the whole thing. Apollos had piece of this thing. But when Aquila and Priscilla heard him, they began to explain to him the word of God more perfectly. I want the whole thing, amen? Amen. I want to be accurate with this thing. I don't want to, I don't want to be hit and miss. I want to be accurate with what I'm saying, amen? When I talk about Jesus, I want to know what I'm talking about. There are people that talk about Jesus and they don't know what they're talking about. Do you know that people believe, people actually believe that he was Michael the archangel? Do you know that there are some people that believe that? They believe that. Michael the archangel. Talk about people that talk about this but don't know what they're talking about. They don't know what they're talking about. God never mentioned himself as being a part of a trinity. Amen. The word is nowhere in this Bible. If you study church history, you'll know exactly where it came from. You'll know exactly who it came from. And you'll know that because of that idea of three gods, that that's what caused them to change the baptismal formula. You know, I was thinking about something. You know when Jesus was standing there talking to them, so-called religious leaders that thought they knew everything? Do you know that he told them, except you believe that I am here, if you believe not that I am here, yeah. you will die in your sins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now how about that? You mean to tell me I'm going to go there, I'm going to die in my sins because I don't believe that Jesus is God? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know why? You know why? Because if you don't believe that he is God, you ain't going to go down in his name. And going down in his name is the only way to get your sins remitted. If your sins are not remitted, hang it up. It's not a coincidence that people don't get baptized in his name. They don't believe that he's God. They don't believe that he's the almighty God. If you knew me going down in that name, that I would get that almighty God in my life, the one true living God, that his name would be put on my life, friend, you would be running to that boy. The reason people don't is that they don't believe that he's God. He told them, you don't believe that I am you will die in your sin. Friend, I want to know the truth tonight. Amen. I want all of it tonight. I don't just want to know that there is a God. I want to know his name. I want to know that his name is Jesus. Doesn't matter what anybody else says. You got to stand up and declare. No, his name is not Buddha. No. I might get in trouble for this, but so what? His name is not Allah. It's not Muhammad. It's not Krishna. It's not Vishnu. His name is Jesus, my friend. His name is Jesus, and there's power in that name. Power in that name. 
Let us come around the altar just for a couple of minutes. Let's lift up our hands, lift up our voices. Somebody thank God that you got the whole truth. Amen. Somebody thank the Lord that you are no longer duped. You're no longer deceived. You're no longer fooled. You know exactly who he is. You know him by name. You know the truth of this word. Thank God for someone that came and told us the truth and expounded more perfectly the word of God unto us. And when we heard, we came to an altar and we repented of our sins. When we heard it, we went down in the name of Jesus. When we heard it, we came to an altar and we lifted up our hands and our voices. And God filled us with the Holy Ghost. Well, come on, somebody, call on him tonight. We love you, Jesus. We bless your holy name. We give you all of the glory. Jesus. 